Welcome to Monster Masquerade. I'm Faye. And I'm Mint. And I missed everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Yay! It was a good vacation time. I feel like you needed it. I did. I did need it. And now I'm ready to talk about horror. Needed some time off. You went to Disney. I went to Disney World. The sun is a horror in and of itself. But otherwise, it was very fun. <laughs> I've still been recovering. I will not lie to y'all. I've still been recovering. From just what the sun does to me. I'm a mm-hmm. vampire. I've always heard that about Disney. It's just like, it is fun. But the longer you stay, it's like the longer you, you need time yeah. to like we chill were, afterwards. Day one, we did 27,000 steps. Oh my god! We got to the hotel and I said, I think I'm dead. <laughs> oh no. But you went to the, little, the cute little horror cafe. Yeah, oh, I got to go to Gideon's Bakehouse. If you're ever in Orlando, you don't even have to, like, have tickets to Disney. It's in Disney Springs. There's a cookie shop. Well, they have cakes, too. But it's, like, a little bakery Mm. called Gideon's Bakehouse. And it's Victorian Gothic-themed. We had a two-hour queue. Mm -hmm. So it's very long, but they do virtual queues. So if you just get there in time, then that works. Okay. That makes sense. I hope you all enjoyed the, the wrestling episode that I did with Mosh. It was <laughs> so much fun and so silly. And now we're here to talk about movies. Movies! There's so much good horror lately. Oh my gosh, we both saw Scream 6 separately. It's so good. It's so good. I would be down to like talk about that eventually. Yes. And where the series could go from there. Because mm-hmm. it's just good and they've already confirmed a sequel, so like... Good time to be a horror fan. It really is. But today we're talking about Megan. M3GAN. M3GAN. <laughs> it's so good too, though. It's so silly. I I have watched this movie twice now and uh, am planning to watch it immediately after this with my housemates who have not seen it. Oh, really? That's so fun. Yeah. That's so fun. It'll be it'll be good. It's a good time. I think I said this like after we had finished watching it at the drive-in, but it is the most fun I have had a at a movie like in so long. Yeah, it was just very enjoyable like the entire time. It's so campy. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. I needed some good camp. I feel like it's been a while since there's been good camp, <laughs> and this is definitely that like for sure. And now Megan has rightfully become an icon. She has to be. She's everywhere. I want to go as her for Halloween, like really bad. <laughs> I bet there will be so many Megans this year for Halloween. Probably so. It'll be great. I want to be one of them. Everybody can do the dance The dance! Together. The dance is so good. <laughs> I love the dance. I, I just scream every time. I'm like, mm. yes. I can't do a flip though, so I... Nothing. I, mean, I can't do the, the dance. Weird cartwheel thing that yeah, she does. Yeah, no. 
Well, I have a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff and let's go stuff about the animatronic that was used for Megan, which I'm sure you will appreciate. Yeah, so. I was very curious about that. Yeah, it's really interesting. So Megan, released in 2023, was written by Akila Cooper, who has written some real bops in, in horror, including Hellfest and uh, 2022's Malignant. I did not know she wrote Malignant. Yes, oh. and The Nun too. So like, huh. I guess a frequent collaborator with James Wan at this point who yeah. produced Megan and is known for like The Conjuring and Annabelle and uh, one of the original guys for the Saw franchise, I think. Akila also did uh, writing for Tron Uprising, the animated TV show. Hell yeah. Let's I thought you go. might appreciate yeah. that. I love Tron. Can we do a non-horror episode about Tron, <laughs> please? I just love Tron. I think the <laughs> we talked about the only like non-horror episode that we would do would be an April Fool's covering of Cats 2019. Oh yeah, no, we need to do that. <laughs> it's coming up. April Fool's is coming up. <laughs> oh God, that And also has writing credits in American Horror Story and did like four episodes of Luke Cage. So like Cooper is on pretty much everybody's list for like screenwriters to look out for because they're putting in the work and like coming up with some real fun stuff. Mm -hmm. This movie's director is Gerard Johnstone, who this is only his second movie. So he he did a movie called Housebound, which was also kind of like a horror comedy that James Wan saw and he was like I like this guy uh, and brought him on to do Megan nice it worked out because yeah a good movie it was filmed in New Zealand I did not know that before huh. for some reason I would have thought Canada yeah yeah but it, it was also filmed like um like in 2021 so like pretty mm. high like into COVID and yeah. um, I think they like literally just finished filming before New Zealand went on one of its one of its very few like lockdowns. Oh, the timing. Mhm. Mm Cuz they New Zealand was like super super safe for like the longest time. Mhm. Mm it's the whole island island mentality too, right? Mhm. Mm and they also I think it was their prime minister maybe that was like we're not fucking around with this. Like everybody stay home. So this movie is about uh, a family, an aunt, and her niece who loses her parents at the beginning of the movie and comes to live with her. And she's not good with kids, so she builds a super nanny robot to do all of the raising of the child. It's a bad idea. <laughs> it goes just as badly as you think it would. It's just... She's like, I have an idea. I don't have to do anything with this child. Mm -hmm. And the child is traumatized already. <laughs> Which, like... <laughs> Talk about what a bad guardian. Uh, is it Gemma? Gemma yeah, is Gemma. in the beginning. Like, her idea for building Megan wasn't even... Like, Megan being a, a, a pseudo-guardian for... Her niece Katie is an afterthought, like because she was already working on Megan beforehand. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, I have a traumatized child now. This is the perfect uh, subject for my Megan experiment. <laughs> Good outlet to experiment on this traumatized child. 
mm-hmm. that I'm supposed to be parenting. <laughs> she gets better, kind of. At the she end. does. She does. She learns. Have you seen Child's Play 2019? No, I have not. Okay. So that movie had Aubrey Plaza and Mark Hamill. And the movie was like fine. It wasn't anything great. But the reason it was made was so Universal could continue to hold the rights to the title of Child's Play, even though there's like an active like Chucky series going on now, you know? Mm-hmm. They didn't invite Don Mancini to... I mean, they did invite him, but they gave him, like, no creative control. So he was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not doing that. So they made a Chucky movie without the actual Chucky or, like, anybody who had, like, worked on the series previously. That's not going to go well. No, it didn't. And that whole movie's thing was about the dangers of uh, smart technology. I feel like we've seen a lot of media that covers that recently because Mm -hmm. it is so prevalent. Yeah, I feel like um, Black Mirror really kind of kicked it off. As yes. far as like mainstream goes and everyone just took it from there. Mm-hmm. But the problem with those kinds of shows is that more times than not, like it just feels very preachy and like, oh, aren't we smart for saying that this is a bad, you know, like it takes itself too seriously. Yeah. But Megan does all of those <laughs> things good. <laughs> it does. It's definitely not taking itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Not. And it's so fun. Because there are constantly characters who are calling out like, hey, it's weird that this robot is raising your niece. Like, if we put this in every house, what are parents going to do? The therapist is so funny. She is. Okay, so first of all, I have beef with the therapist. Uh-huh. Beef that has nothing to do with the movie, but it's tangent tangent time with men. Uh, <laughs> she goes to the house for their first visit and makes Gemma open up her collectibles to let the kid play with there's no mm. way this lady doesn't know what collectibles are. Just be like, go buy some toys. And then she has to go buy some toys. Why would mm-hmm. she make her do that? That just, ugh, that scene bothered me the second time too. Like, I was like, come on. Like, you know what a collectible is, lady. Mm-hmm. They're not toys. They're anime statues. <laughs> do not touch. Yeah. If someone, kid wanted to play with my figures, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> When it was initially released, it was a PG-13 movie. And then when it was released on streaming, it got an unrated version. I saw a lot of like conflicting reports about what the original rating was supposed to be. I saw one outlet say that the movie was written and filmed like with the intention of being a rated R movie, right? Yeah. And then they got to editing and they were like, oh, well, we could tone this down. Uh, to get a PG-13 rating if we wanted to. And so that's what they did. And then I saw another outlet that was like, well, we edited our movie and we sent it to the MPA and they said it was too gory and too dark. So now we have to bring it down. I Okay, watching the unrated, it's not even that gory. Maybe I'm just like (laughs) a weirdo, but it's like this got two scenes that are like, oh, okay. And then I saw a third story that said that uh, the reason why Megan was released as PG-13 is because executives wanted that after uh, promotion went viral on TikTok and they mm. wanted to try and like market the movie towards that. The, the, the youths. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, sidetrack. I got ID'd <laughs> to see Scream. Did you? Yeah. And not because I was with like my younger looking friends. They were already in. Mm-hmm. I I got standalone ID. 
I'm 29. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> I was just like, why anyway? <laughs> but yeah, I could go see Megan without getting ID'd since of, because of the PG-13 rating. <laughs> I feel like I have also been getting carded a lot recently. Yeah, what the heck's going on? I don't know what it is. I was with my family at dinner and I was the only one who got carded, even though my younger siblings were there. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. And then because like in, on my driver's license, I think uh, I, I, <laughs> I got it renewed when I was very depressed and had facial <laughs> hair. So it like doesn't look like me really. Oh, no. So that's a whole thing. My ID is me when I was 18. I haven't changed the picture when I get it renewed. Mm-hmm. So it just looks like me when I was 18, which actually looks older than I am now. So it really looks like I'm just fake IDing them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I, I just gained a little <laughs> weight. My face looks younger. <laughs> Permanent baby face. Yeah, it's okay. I'll be grateful for it when I'm like 50. I'll take it. I won't complain. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then I saw another another report that was like talking about what the difference was between like the, the release version and what they had shot previously. And it was essentially like, oh, we have a higher body count and there's a whole lot more gore. Like in the original, they killed the, the, the state appointed therapist because because she has a scene with mm. Katie where she makes Katie cry and Megan gets super pissed I and, love even, that scene. and even says, like, you made Katie cry. And, <laughs> and the therapist is like, oh, that wasn't my intention. And yet it happened. And yet it happened. That's so me. I would say that. Like, I don't want to relate to this weird murder robot, but I do a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> this movie is for the narrow spicy crowd. It is. I, I just relate to the, to the robot. What can I say? So, like... In the original version, the therapist died. And I'm from what I read, it sounded like they shot that, like, or Megan kills her, and then she's gone from the rest of the movie, right? Instead, even in the unrated version, they just drop that character for no reason. She just oh, stops yeah. showing up, and they dis- never address it. Just, um, maybe she got scared of her. She's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of here. Because that was a weird interaction. I, I thought mm-hmm. she was going to murder the therapist. Like, the whole time I thought she was going to. Right. And she didn't. She honestly does not have that high of a kill count for a murder no. robot. I, like, she kind of does, but eh. It's, it's the dog, the neighbor, the, the bully kid, mm-hmm. and then the two... The two employees. The two people from work, yeah. Yeah, that's it, though. The boss and the guy who was selling stuff. There's four four pups and a worm. There's four people and a dog. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> so not a very high body count at all. No. Maybe more in the sequel. It's all it's already like been approved for. Oh, I'm excited for that. Because it did so, it got it did so well in the box office, like to a shocking degree. Because I think when did it come out? Like February or mm-hmm. even January? Yeah, I think it might have been January. And January horror is like notoriously just bad. Yeah, like it, it just like nobody shows up, and yep. then and then we don't get sequels. But like people showed up for Megan, the commercial worked. Like it got TikTok <laughs> popular. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You just gotta have you gotta have dancing in it. Gotta have Riz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the movie Riz. <laughs> so like we mentioned, Megan is. I guess she would be like about four feet 
tall, maybe, or like mm-hmm. shy of five feet. Because she's supposed to be like the exact height is like a nine or ten year old. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, they did some very cool stuff with the animatronics, which I thought you might be interested Yeah, I in. thought it was just a like a girl in there. So here's how they brought Megan to life for the movie. Adrienne Moreau and Kathy C. of Moreau FX Studios built several animatronics for the movie. So they had one puppet that was used for like close-ups and dialogue. If you're familiar with like the production of Child's Play movies or the Chucky TV show, it's essentially like they have remote controls that can control the expression in like different parts of the face, like mm-hmm. the eyebrows oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. Um, and that is paired with pre-recorded dialogue, um, which in this case was provided by Kimberly Crossman, who was in the Deathgasm movie. Nice. So that was before they found the actual like voice of Megan. It's just they had her read these lines and they recorded it. And then they put that through software where that like automatically moves the mouth to generate those syllables. That's really cool. It is very cool. This is like a, a pretty small team if it is just the two of them. Like if you look at, I guess it is easier because Megan is so much larger than Chucky. But if you look at Chucky now for the TV show, it's like seven or eight people in like green screen onesies. Like trying to, try to make difficult. him work. Puppetry is like really hard. Yes. And I, the results are, are good, but mm-hmm. it's like. Man, we don't give those people enough credit, do we? No. Nobody does. Nobody gives them <laughs> enough credit. And then there was a stunt puppet. Uh, so I guess that's one that like just gets beat up and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> the stunt puppet idea is so funny, like bringing the stunt puppet. And then there was a third model of Megan that was just few- used for quote-unquote certain scenes. It's like, oh, what is that? Yeah, what does that, scenes? What does that mean? What do you which, have to do? Which scenes? I don't know. I couldn't find anything specific. So it's like, what, like the part where she's like choking people or like, what yeah, is it? Yeah, I don't, the dancing part, me? I don't know. So, <laughs> so for movements that were more complex, there was a child actor named Amy Donald who played Megan, like when it called for that. Um, so she would dress like her, and then she had a silicone mask uh, oh, that was altered. <laughs> I saw a video of her removing the mask, so I knew mm-hmm. there was like parts where we was a child in there. Yes, so they would they would like tweak the the face in in post to make it look more like the actual like animatronic. Um, but she would just like the dancing was her. It's that makes of, sense. I, I couldn't find how weirdly wikipedia lists her as like two ages so she was either born (laughs) Hmm. i don't know she's either 12 or 13 they can't decide on the they don't know birth year well okay she's a really good dancer and i'm assuming it was her in the scene where she like gets all disjointed and like runs through the hallway that i that was so cool amy donald also did like her own stunts in the movie so like probably the <laughs> like the part where she's like running on all fours. Yeah. Oh yeah, that part's really good too. Uh, which I saw like one of the hypothesized reasons why Megan runs on all fours is because like 
getting machines to like humanoid machines to move faster than a walk is like something that engineers are still struggling with. Oh, so like maybe it makes more sense for, you know, when it's time to book it. That's <laughs> really smart. Did you see that animatronic that Disney's working on that like walks and stuff? It was no. at the D23 Expo recently, and it's Judy Hopps, and it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. What? I'll have to send it to you. She, like, walks around. She, like, gets up on his shoulders. Like, she gets uppies, and it looks like a person doing it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I've seen Megan. I don't like this. I wanna, like, did you get to see Grogu? Was he there? He was there. I didn't get to see him. He might have come. So, the Mandalorian stuff just got added to the parks, like, the week we were there. Mm-hmm. So if he did come out, there was no, it was like sea of people. Yeah. I, so we, we didn't ever see him in passing and we were there pretty much all day. So he could have just not come out that day or mm-hmm. he came out whenever we left to meet Nisto's mom. So there is mm-hmm. that chance, but the chicken guy was worth it. I'm sure that one's like a tiny little animatronic because it's supposed I think to be so. like responsive to people. I know. It's so cool. Now, the animatronics on the rides that are in the Star Wars land are also incredibly impressive. I could just talk mm. about animatronics forever. <laughs> they did get rid of... It's been in B mode. The Rise of the Resistance, there is a Kylo Ren animatronic at the end of the ride where he like looks like he's flying backwards and he looks real, but that's been in B mode for like a year now, apparently, where they just don't have that scene. Mm. So... But hmm. usually those extremely expensive high-tech animatronics break down fairly often. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure you have to have like a regular team working on them. Yeah. The voice of Megan uh, is not AI. I think I saw like a couple people who were like, oh, did they plug it into Siri? Like, no. No, it's an <laughs> actress. I looked her up. I looked her up. <laughs> so the actress's name is Jenna Davis. She's from Plano. She's from Texas. Oh, yeehaw, brother. jenna davis is an 18 year old actress who currently lives in la she is also a voice actor obviously she did the voice of megan she was in infinity train yeah and a couple other smaller roles i think and she's also a youtuber (laughs) so like in searching for her i found like her youtube video that's like how i got the role of megan oh that's cool oh that was neat yeah. yeah, she does a real good job. She, she said that like one of the funnier interviews that I read was like somebody asked her, was it weird when you had to sing Titanium? <laughs> and she was like, no, it was so fucking weird. Yeah, that's <laughs> so that scene. I forgot about it. And she started singing it whenever we were rewatching it with Miss Snow. And I was like, cackling. it's so funny. It's so funny. Like, why is she singing that? <laughs> I don't know. Because she does the other song later, which I didn't recognize. But this one is so like, like so iconic in and of itself. Oh, what it's is like, what? I did recognize Hold on. I'm going to look at the other song because I recognized it, but I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jenna Davis does a very good job playing Megan. A lot of the direction for her lines, they said, was to like make it kind of Sesame Street, uh, especially mm-hmm. with the singing. So like that higher pitch to like comfort a child and like engage with them. Yeah. She's just really good. She does a good job when Megan gets super angry too. The unrated version uh, has a couple more. Uh, Megan says fuck in the unrated oh, version. Oh, yeah, that's true. She's that's gonna, good. Let she's Megan gonna say the fuck. Fucking neck. Let <laughs> Megan <laughs> say fuck. <laughs> she sings Tell Me Your Dreams, which is just from the movie Titanium, and it's nice to have a friend. But I don't know if she actually sings that. I don't know. 
I can't remember. Titanium, I think, was the only one that I, like, super recognized. Yeah. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. I like at the beginning when <laughs> she discovers what death is, like, talking about it, and then she, like, scans the internet to read about death, and then just, <laughs> just and they're like, uh... <laughs> so good what happens when people die jesus why is it asking that yeah that would be an instant shutdown for me i'd be like nope uh uh-uh. yeah no not dealing with that the ai is not going to learn about death today because well, like you. it's kind of it's like fitting right because like Gemma doesn't want to have or is maybe incapable of having those hard-hitting conversations with katie so it's like you can't even tell a robot who i mean Megan's yeah. obviously special and she'll interpret it her own way, but like you can't even say matter of factly what death is. Like, I don't know. She doesn't want to address it. Mm-hmm. It has a, the movie has a, a very good cast as well. Allison Williams plays Gemma, uh, whom I recognize was the girlfriend in Get Out. Um, she plays Kit Snicket in Netflix's series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah. And she also did another horror movie called The Perfection, uh, which I think is about like a violinist or something who. Oh, is she in that? Isn't that a is that an American remake of a movie? I don't know. I'm going to Google this. <laughs> and then uh, Violet McGraw plays Katie, uh, who I recognized from The Haunting of Hill House as Little Nell. She's also in Doctor Sleep, and she played a young Yelena in the Black Widow movie. Ooh. Both hopping on that horror train and doing a pretty good job. We've had so much good horror lately. Like we it's really just have. it's just been so good. We also got Pooh, Blood and Honey, so like Okay, well <laughs> every time I forget that exists, you remind me in some way. <laughs> and I'm just tortured. I'm tortured by it. Also, that movie was not based off anything. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of the audition. I'm thinking of the audition. The Japanese mm-hmm. horror film that no one will watch with me. I will watch it. Okay. That's my, one where she like auditions to be the wife, right? I and think then, so. All I know is like my friends that have seen it. I'm like, we watch with me, and they're like, no, I will not watch that movie again. And I'm like, oh, mm. oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. She's like one of the great like J horror villains of. Yeah. Of all time, if it's the one yeah. I'm thinking of. like, I just know there's like a scene with an eyeball. Mm, mm-hmm. But we'll have, to, we'll have to watch that. If you are like debating on which version of this you should watch, there's really not like a ton of differences between uh, the PG-13 and the unrated version. The yeah. biggest one I can think of is that there is like slightly more gore when she kills the, the rude teenage boy. <laughs> it's um, so funny. She stretches his ear, and it's it's like you can like see through it at one point, and that's nasty. It's really gross. And then I turn, I happen to like turn away when she kills the neighbor with the water pressure gun. Yeah, her face like melts off. Sounds cool. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> I need to watch it. It's good. Like we mentioned, there is a dog death in this movie, but you know we don't see it. We I'm just hear the yelp. I'm so glad we um, don't see it. I was yeah. worried in the unrated we were going to see it. And I was like, eh, but we that was going to be my fear, too. The, the same thing happens in the 2019 Child's Play. He kills Chucky kills a cat. Why? Why must these evil dolls kill animals? And it, that's that's how they get their taste of it. Yeah, just like people, I guess. But like, can't, ugh. 
can't start with humans. Yes, they can. They're robots. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. Somebody has written the movie. Just I don't do like. I do like. We haven't like gotten super into the plot yet, but that is one of my favorite things. Or one of my favorite like scenes toward the end where Megan is. <laughs> She's like, I haven't done anything wrong. And Gemma goes, you've killed people, Megan. And she says, big whoop. Yeah, she's like, oh, big whoop. (laughs) She's like, humans kill each other all the time. And it would be a shame if people found out that I did kill them after you built. She's like, tries to blackmail Gemma. That's. It's a good point, honestly, because she's like, you built me. It's your (laughs) fault. Like, ha ha. I hope that's what we get with the the new. Uh, are we supposed to be getting a Frankenstein movie? Oh yeah. I hope we get that, where it's just like instead of Frankenstein being the mindless like big stompy boy, I want <laughs> I want him to constantly dunk on on Doctor uh, Frankenstein. Du- yeah. Just like you made me, and now I'm doing all this bad stuff. We're also getting a new Dracula movie. Which yeah. stars Nicolas Cage. Oh, the... Oh, <laughs> Rin film? Yeah, I want to see that one. I was so excited for that movie. I saw a trailer for it again and I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks so good. Also, Rin film's kind of kind of a cutie. <laughs> Nicholas Holt? I guess that's who that is. I don't know, he's kind of a cutie. <laughs> they tried to make him a heartthrob for a little bit. He was in that Romeo and Juliet zombie movie. Oh, yeah. And then he was Beast in X-Men, and he's in The Menu. Um, oh, I still need to watch The Menu. Oh, that one's real good. You gotta see that one. I do gotta see that one. Yeah, he's kind of cute. He's, like, fine. <laughs> with, the, with the long hair. I, I looked him up, but I don't really like him with the short hair. But the long hair. Uh-huh. The long hair vampire fighting. Yes. No, he's he's, he's the worst in The Menu. Oh, he no. Sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> But we're not here to talk about the menu. We no, could. I feel like if we did, I would just get angry because we got sidetracked. Point of that movie. Oh, I really want to watch it, but Nizno sister said that it's gross, so we didn't watch it while he's here. I don't think it's not. <laughs> it's not that gross, as far as like I can remember. Hmm. I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. Someone loses a finger. Oh, is it a horror movie? No, it's just a suspense. Well, <laughs> it's like it's like horror, but the horror is classism. Oh no! And capitalism. No, um, no, not real life horror. <laughs> and so, when you make a burger, when you sell a burger based off of the burger from the menu, and you sell it, you're kind of missing the whole fucking point. Wait, somebody made. Items from that movie, I haven't seen it, and <laughs> yes. I already know. that's like Funko Pops from Squid Game. You know, it's just uh-huh. like okay. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, tangent over. Sorry. I watched the menu on my plane ride to Canada, and it was very good. Oh, I watched Bob's <laughs> Burgers on the way to Orlando. It was funny because I had I would it was on my list of like stuff to watch. And then I was like, oh, maybe I could watch it on the plane. Like, I'll be on here for a couple of hours. And then I was like, wait, I don't know if this is one of those movies that has a sex scene in it. 
And I don't know if I want to be one of those people who watches a movie on a plane and then is like mortified when people start doing the do on screen. And so I was on Instagram and I was like, please tell me. And then like nobody responded until I was like already like mid flight. And there's no nudity in case you're worried about it. But like the number of messages I got after I landed that was like, did you watch it? Like, <laughs> like you're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very funny. That's like if you watch like Midsummer on a flight or something. Mm-hmm. It's mortifying. Someone looks over and it's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> or the lighthouse. I haven't that seen one. the lighthouse. That one. That one's got some stuff. Oh. It's very good. I know there's like a scene with a mermaid. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to watch that movie though. Mm-hmm. But Megan. But Megan. <laughs> we got sidetracked. It's it's our my first episode back in a while. It's bound no. to get sidetracked. It's okay. I feel like we've had a lot of like sleepover energy episodes. It's like that's just the. I think that's just the state of the world right now. Yeah, it's so hard for me to stay focused lately. I don't know what's wrong mm. with me. I. D- I mean, I do know what's wrong with me, like <laughs> technically, but <laughs> we just kind of we got to keep it silly. We got to keep it silly, which is what this movie is good for. It really. I didn't. I'm still just like in shock that it's an animatronic. It makes me happy. I will, like, I was initially very worried, like, when we started watching the movie, when it, <laughs> I also loved Nizno's reaction, because it starts off with that commercial <laughs> for the, it's like Furby, but like, yeah. more annoying and like, fart-based humor. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it starts off with that, and we were on voice call, and Nizno was like, is this a... Is this just a commercial on Peacock? Like, what? <laughs> he was so upset. He was like, I hate ads. He was so bad. And then like, and then the movie starts and uh, I was I was worried that like it was going to be, I don't know, like bro-y humor throughout. And that is like the oh, last yeah. thing that I want. Uh, it usually, um, especially so like it's starting off with Katie and her parents and they're driving in this uh, snowstorm and uh they're very much out of their element like the dad doesn't know what he's doing and he didn't know that you were supposed to get chains for the tires and stuff and they're trying to go to vacation so they can go skiing for the first time and katie's in the background she's got this annoying pseudo furby thing i don't even remember the name of it but it's 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 the worst it's like one of those things that's like so annoying that like if it was real it probably wouldn't do that well. But like, yeah, it's real annoying. It was like more annoying than like Cocomelon or something. <laughs> <laughs> do you it's, remember? Um, there was a period of time though, like for I feel like for millennial children, where gross out humor was like a oh yeah a thing. I hated it. I hated like it. The, I you would have stuffed animals that like burped and stuff when you yeah. squeeze them. They're still like that. Like, it's still like, haha, a poop plushie or like whatever. And it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. I've never, even when I was a kid, that was not for me. So it's just like, I don't get the joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some kids like that, I guess. My youngest sibling had, I forget what it was. I think it was a doodle monster or whatever. A doodle but monster. But also like 
it was like one of those things where you could like draw on it with fabric markers, but Ooh. it also had like like organs that came out and oh. stuff. Like I don't, I don't remember. I had a doodle bear, but it didn't have organs that came out. <laughs> it was just a bear. It's like doodle bear. It's doodle bear, but for boys. <laughs> a manly doodle bear that you can murder. <laughs> so yeah, I was very worried like at first because I thought that would carry out throughout the entire movie. Thankfully, it doesn't. Also, very tastefully, <laughs> I'd say that, uh, they get... <laughs> They get front-ended. No, what is it? It's just it's a head-on collision. Just they hit, get into yeah. a head-on collision with a, an 18-wheeler. Uh, kudos for not going with the cheap jump scare that's, like, overly loud. True, true. I was worried that this movie would be jump scare heavy, but it's mm-hmm. not. No. Um, and then, yeah, like we mentioned, the movie is just, like, Gemma and Katie trying to understand each other, and Gemma kind of, like, obfuscating her responsibilities as a guardian with Megan because she doesn't understand like that's what kids need. It's very weird as it talks about, they talk about um, like Katie's dad's side of the family being like, they live far away and they're also like weird Jesus people. Yeah. But they don't really talk about like Gemma's side of the family. Yeah. And Gemma herself just seems like she probably wasn't even that close to her sister. She seems like she was probably really bad at any kind of personal relationships. Like when she walks in her house, it's like a tender notification or mm-hmm. whatever. Like I feel like she's just not good at personal relationships probably. Because like obviously they had to have been close at some point if like, you know, in the will or whatever, it's like my sister she even says like i promise that if anything happened to them like i would take care of you it makes me wonder like you know what their relationship was like to their parents and we don't really get that yeah it would be cool if we do in the next one my if i had to if i had to guess it's probably because she has like such a such a strong inclination to like buy toys from her childhood and like not mm-hmm. use them. I'm guessing they probably came from like a super poor family and then she did really well in school. And so like is trying to get the stuff that she didn't have. And she's like she a tech genius. Yeah. And she's even uh, making toys, which seems pretty significant. Yeah. So yeah, she has been trying to build Megan for a while secretly uh, using company that. funds <laughs> using co- tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> she says so it may have fun. even been like a million That's I don't so funny I don't remember how did he just not notice I don't know <laughs> There's, aside from him just being kind of clueless with like anything that's going he's just a salesman though that guy is so funny like I was also very happy to see that one of Gemma's co-workers uh is played by Brian Jordan Alvarez, who I recognized from the YouTube series The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo, which was... <laughs> yeah, you told me about that. That series was, like, my personality for, like, the last <laughs> semester or two of, of college for me. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I love it. We should rewatch. We should watch it. I have like, never watched it, yeah. It, it makes me very happy, actually. It's so funny. This is one of those movies where I'm, like... There's not too much to cover. She's a murder robot. There's so much. Like part of it is just like, like the very first, I know I keep making comparisons to Child's Play and Chucky. Well, but but that's (laughs) that's a fair comparison. I feel like. 
they were even going after each other on Twitter, so I think it's fair. Yeah, like, it's definitely fair. Oh, who would win in a fight, Chucky or Megan? Um, well, Megan. Well, see, you don't. You haven't watched the TV show. You don't. Oh, know. that's true. That's true. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just voting for Megan regardless because I love her. Chucky can make infinite versions of himself, but Megan maybe can too. We don't know yet. <laughs> we don't know yet. She's in the cloud. She's in the cloud. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Who would win in a fight between Megan and the boy Brahms? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I was laughing because I thought you were going to say Chucky, and then I realized, and then I stopped <laughs> laughing. No, I freaking, no, I hate that doll. I hate the boy. I hate we it. promise it's supernatural this time. Nah! I don't care. <laughs> it's not just the man in the walls. I can't deal with the man in the walls. <laughs> Phantom of the Opera wannabe bitch. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I just, I hate the boy. It wouldn't be a new episode without me talking about hating the boy at some point. Right. You don't but hate like, that movie though, which is so funny. I, it's, I, for some reason, it just cracks me. It makes me laugh because like, <laughs> I don't know. It's the exact reason why you hate it because it does such a good job like in the in the initial run through of like, oh no, this is definitely haunted. Like so it's happy. compelling people to do these things. It's yeah. making his parents walk into the ocean with stones in their pockets. Like why, why did the man on the wall make them do that? <laughs> and then no, it's just a person in the wall. And I think that's so funny. I, like, <laughs> it made me so mad. I was like, oh sweet, creepy Victorian looking doll movie. Let's go. That's exciting. And then just my we, face we the whole do, time. We should do like a commentary track for the boy. We should, because I haven't watched it since. I hate it. I was like, when did mm. it come out? Because I was like a teenager. And I remember watching okay. it by myself in my room. Like, I just mm. watched that movie by myself. That'll be bonus con- our, first, our first bonus content in a little <laughs> while. <laughs> oh, it came out in 2016. Okay, so at that point, I think I had an apartment. And I just watched it by myself in my apartment. Mm. And I just, I hated it. I was so full of hate. <laughs> so... Yes, but the reason why I keep like comparing it to Chucky, especially that first one, is because it does such a good job of like keeping things just slightly unsettling where if you're watching it, you're not sure, like, does this robot have bad intentions? Like, what exactly is it learning? Is it capable of murder? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it like, is. They spend, they spend a good amount of time with Megan before, like, shit goes super, super bad. That's and true. they do, like, such a good job of her, like, justifying it and and mm-hmm. minimalizing the stuff that she does. Yeah, it's um, like you. they give her time to actually be, like, learning. Like, right. she's semi-normal, and then she's a little bit sassy, and then she's mm-hmm. hostile, and then she's murdery. Like, with the dog, like, we know that she killed the dog, and, like, the characters can infer on that later on, but it's, like, to, from their perspective, it's, like, I don't, did she? Yeah, like, why would she? <laughs> why would she do this? Why would she push a boy into the middle of the road and rip his ear off? Like, <laughs> it's just so, it's so good. Like, that that little air of mystery It makes me worried for two, though. I'm worried that Megan 2 will not live up to the first Megan. Like, I'm worried. I know they're good writers, but I'm scared they'll lean into the stuff that was not the good stuff, if that makes sense. 
So from what I have seen from Hypothesis is just like because what's his name was selling the company data, um, he probably was able to sell the information about Megan to a different company. So they're going to come up with their own version of it. Um, and then Megan can probably like upload her consciousness into these new robots. Ah, oh, that will be funny. So I just hope they keep the camp, but also keep the little bits of seriousness because that's what kind of like made it. It was just so well balanced mm -hmm. and it could tip very easily. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing they do very well. It's just like the heartfelt stuff. Like when mm -hmm. Gemma and Katie finally do connect, which happens like very late in the movie, mostly because of plot, but they do a good enough job of like selling those emotions and, mm -hmm. and, and that trust. It is very emotional. Very yeah, good. it was really sweet. It was a sweet way to wrap up the movie, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I just love, I love when kids get to <laughs> fuck stuff up by being kids. Like giant robot. Katie gets to play rock'em sock'em robots with with a giant. <laughs> it's real steel too. Get Hugh Jackman on the line. <laughs> oh my god! Forgot about real steel. How could you forget about it? It had the, the PS3 free to download classic. Oh my god. I never robot played boxing. I never played robot boxing. <laughs> I'm not cultured. I'm not cultured, babe. <laughs> yeah, I think I, like it just does so many things. It's just so good. And it's so very much like its own thing. It doesn't have a ton of references to like other horror properties, which you would kind of expect from something that's like as satirical as this is at, po at points, right? Yeah, you really would. Doggy flippy clock. It's just a solid little movie that's just fun and silly and and scary sometimes. Like once Megan finally like, I mean, even the water water hose, the water pressure kill is like kind of gruesome in <laughs> in the original version. Yeah, I I like it. Like once Megan starts really killing people in that office, like that whole section, that whole <laughs> section. I just want more of that. I hope that that's what the sequel is. It's just like her dancing and then using a paper cutter to <laughs> like a katana to just kill somebody was... and then stealing somebody's fucking Lamborghini. Like <laughs> it was so funny. I when she got in the car and Isna was like, she can drive. <laughs> Like, that's what I want more. Like, I want more ridiculous horror. Yeah, you know? same. That whole last mm. sequence is just chef's kiss. Uh-huh. And if they could, like, avoid spoiling all that in the trailers, uh, that would be super great. Too. Oh, yeah. A lot of that was all in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was worried this movie wasn't going to be good, honestly. Like, I was like, I really want to like this movie, but... Mm -hmm. There was a chance it was going to just not be bad. And even now, like, if you tell people, like, you should watch Megan, they're like, eh, <laughs> should I? And it's like, mm -hmm. yes, you should. You should watch Megan. It's such a good movie. It's just silly. Just the way she talks to people reminds me of me, but like in a non-murder. <laughs> <laughs> She's just very blunt and she just answers things very matter of factly. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yep, that's a robot or me. To the point. And she also fucks up. Like, that's the thing. Like, she's a robot, but she fucks up a lot. Like, when she's pretending to be the, the Alexa in the house, and she's like, are you okay? 
And Gemma's like, you're not programmed to ask me that. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, she's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, she's not perfect because she's like a new AI. Mm-hmm. Uh, even that part where she is like tearing down <laughs> Gemma verbally, like you built a, a system of information that you didn't even fully understand and just kind of hoped that it worked. It's true, though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> she should not have done that. I'm, glad I t- <laughs> I'm like, I'm being stubborn now. It's like, we, we have talked about the, the plot, but I don't want to go beat by beat because I want you to watch this movie. Yeah, I don't want to go beat by beat on this one either. In newer movies, it's harder too because I'm like, you should go watch this. If it's been out for a long time, it's like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But newer ones, I'm like, go watch it, please. So I just like, I am genuinely excited to see like what this cast and crew like do next, whether mm-hmm. it's with Megan or you know, other scary titles. They've shot themselves in the foot a little bit because, like, now if you do a Megan 3, like, you already put the 3 you in, put in the, the title. Three. Yeah, they did. So are you going to do m 3 gen 3? They have to. They have to do m 3 gen 3. m 3 gen 2. It's, it is I wonder Megan. how many there will be. I don't know. That's I don't know, because they just keep going. Each major patch is because the next one's called Megan 2.0, I think. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> they could do 2.5, like the mid-season patch. Yeah. <laughs> Some bug fixes. <laughs> well, and I hope it's just like a like a Sims patch where it's just like the Grim Reaper will no longer attempt to woohoo you. <laughs> Which is a crime. Look at how I can talk about that. That's a crime. Why, why, why wouldn't he? <laughs> I don't know if I have much, much more to add to it. Everyone should watch it. It's good. Titanium. Very good scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet you did. Very good scene. <laughs> Just everything she does is so weird and relatable in a weird way. Not the not yes. the murders. I'd like to re-emphasize not the murders, but like, mm-hmm. very relatable. Like there are no there are no queer undertones to this really, but Megan is a gay icon for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's not even really other than her having a Tinder notification. There's like not really relationships touched on in this no, movie. No, 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 no. no but she's just she's just an icon. She she's, is. It's the dance. It's the dance. Mm-hmm. 100%. That dance is so good. I need to learn it. I need to find a Megan <laughs> costume stat. So what are you most excited for in horror coming up? Or Evil just Dead. In general? Evil Dead. Evil It'll Dead. Be so good. Oh, we gotta watch that one. Oh, Evil Dead. I'm going opening night. It's like in my calendar. My friend was like, mm-hmm. put it, put it in the calendar. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, that one's going to be so dark that I feel like we can't go to the drive-in because it'll just be... <laughs> yeah, that's a movie theater watch. I don't think you could see it on the drive-in screen. It would be unviewable. Yeah, I'm very excited for Evil Dead. The trailer for Boogeyman looks not horrible, but I think it will not be good. What is that? I don't know. It's a it's a, a Stephen King, I think. Huh. I, I saw the trailer for when I was seeing Scream, and it was called Boogeyman. I don't remember that. Yeah, hold on. Resident Evil 4 came out on Friday. Leon <gasps> Kennedy. I'm, I'm real deep in the paint. Oh, God, mm-hmm. it's my favorite video game like of all time. And just like this, mm-hmm. the amount of care that has gone into this remake is so good. <laughs> I streamed it today. And oh. like 
they streamlined part of it, right? So like there's the, in the original, there's the the cabin where like you're stuck in this location and enemies just like keep flooding in. Yeah. Right? But it's like getting to that in the original game is kind of just like a weird plot beat. But in this one, it's like, oh no, you go directly from the village into this and it's very harrowing. It's like, oh, no, I wasn't expecting it this soon. Like I'm not prepared. That's like- really cool. <laughs> I like the scene where Leon has the chain have you seen that scene yet? Where he has the chain? I don't. He has this big chain. I've just seen it all over TikTok. Uh, he's got know. a big chain and he's like throwing people around with it. And I was like, that could be me. No, <laughs> 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 oh, this is very good. It's very good. We love Leon. What are you excited for that's coming out? That's not already out. I want to see, and I don't, I can't remember. I think we talked about it before. I want to see the um, Nosferatu. Uh, oh, remake, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think it has our boy Bill in it. Yeah, we love a Scar's card. Or score. Yeah, yeah. That's all I can think of right now. The Last of Us was very good. I'm talking about it on oh, Arcade Cuties. I've watched one episode. I need to watch more. I've been really bad about watching stuff lately. Mm-hmm. I've just been gaming. I, I beat the the Dead Space remake. Hell yeah. And that was cool. Kind of that same like respect for the original made it play very well. And also they've added like new stuff, I think, in the new game plus, which I haven't gotten to yet. But maybe maybe if I ever put down Resident Evil 4, I'll go back to it. I'm sure you will eventually. <laughs> I need to play more new horror. I'm just itching for something like the backrooms. I need more liminal spaces. I've been like so obsessed with liminal spaces. Like I want to just live in a liminal space. I saw a TikTok today of a game that's coming out that I think you will appreciate. Ooh. Um, so I forget what it's called. I'll have to like try and look it up. But you are in a house by yourself at night. Nice. Um And then an envelope goes through your door and it has uh, an old game, like an 8-bit style game on it. It's called like Alone at Night. That might be the name of the game, literally. And so the player like starts playing this game on their computer and starts making things happen like in real life for them. And there's this like very tall skinny man with like a bright white face. Can you date uh, him? I think he's trying to get in the house. Maybe you can oh, date him. <laughs> so it's like in order to like keep him out of the house, it's like you have to play the in-game game and also do stuff to like. Oh, that's so cool. Isn't he? I'll have to look it up. Yeah. All I can find for Alone at Night is Yomawari Night Alone, but that came out in 2016. Hmm. Yes, if I find it, I have to find it. To I want to sure. play the newer... Um, have you ever played any of the Chilla games? Games? No, I don't know what that is. I streamed one. I don't know if you saw. It was called the Convenience Store. I didn't finish it, but it's this oh, Japanese. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He like makes these like indie games that look like PS One era horror. Mm-hmm. They're so good. They're so good. And he has a new one called the it's like Karaoke Bar or something. So I need to play that one. They're like very affordable. I think it's like five dollars. They're so. also very popular on GDQ. Oh like, yeah. They're, they're so fun. And then also the chapter three of Faith came out and I need to play that. It's a crime that I have not played that because <laughs> Faith is my favorite horror game. So oh. soon. Soon. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got for you this week. 
Me too. We can go back to recording regularly. Yeah, we'll be back very soon. Oh, if you haven't heard by now, I've been going back and editing some of our earliest episodes, like improving the quality of the audio when pacing and also like changing our names and stuff. And so it's been really nice, like listening to those and uh, re-releasing them. Yeah. You do so much work. (laughs) It's so nice. I feel like episode four is where we really hit our stride. And then uh, it just, it just from there, it's it's so good. Which one's episode four? Episode four, I think was Hocus Pocus. Oh, that is a good one. So that is a good one. (laughs) It was so funny, like editing the the Dead by Daylight one and being like, oh, (laughs) We predicted. So- <laughs> we're psychic. We're it's so horribly outdated. I, I even put like on text on screen. It was like we recorded this in 2020. Like, please forgive. Yeah, we guessed so many things in all of our episodes, though. Mm-hmm. The only thing that has like bummed me out is I don't know what happened to my mic quality for the alien episode, but I'm a little like blown out. At oh parts. no, that's weird. It's still it's still fun to like listen to that. The the next one is the two hour over the garden walls. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll see when that one comes the out. Mid hyper fixation episode. I remember that one being very fun to yeah. record. Love over the garden walls. So yeah, if you if you want to go back and listen to some of those, like that would be cool. The audio is already like swapped in. Nice spotify and stuff um so like it, it shows up as as the same listing but like YouTube, it's a it's a new video very nice thanks for listening thank you bye thank bye you bye for doing this show with me Matt. yeah thank you it's so nice i love my friends i love this show <laughs> okay bye <laughs> bye you've been listening to monster masquerade If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to let us know somewhere on the internet and consider sharing the show with a friend. If you have a suggestion or topic you'd like to see us discuss, hop on over to our Patreon to unlock exclusive bonus content and do just that. And we'd super appreciate it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. It's the fastest way to help the show grow. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. 